welcome to our podcast. It's called Into the Rabbit Hole, as the name suggests. Um, so it's this is pretty cool. It's it's a pretty cool experience being here with like a, like another person. Introduce yourself. We can't say an audience because we don't have an audience. Um, as of now, we'll we'll just be anonymous. Just just we're gonna be anonymous for now. Uh, I think this is really cool. We've been wanting to start this for a while, and we kind of joked around a few that months. we would start this in, in like 2035, 3025. And the fact that we're starting this is, is pretty cool. Uh, so it, it's called Into the Rabbit Hole, uh, and it's pretty much what it means. We're going to do like a deep dive on different topics. Uh, I think we didn't want to go too specific on what we spoke about because we're, we're trying to keep it broad. We're indecisive people. We can't come up with one specific topic that we're going to have to talk about for the entirety of however long we do this podcast. I literally, I literally wrote in the down. Middle. <laughs> I literally wrote down the script where the podcast is about sci-fi, theories, music, movies, sports, news, current events, Bitcoin, crypto, so- stocks, socks, socks <laughs> martial arts, and analyzing social constructs. Analyzing these social constructs. I love how you said socks. <laughs> these things actually interest us, and I think that's A why. lot of things interest us is what we're trying to say. Yeah, A so lot. I think this is just... It, it sounds, like, hectic right now, but I promise you we'll break things down one by one. Uh, so I, that, that's, that's our intro. I think we can head into the first topic that then, we're discussing. Okay, so... Our first topic. What's our first topic? So our first topic is going to be, I thought we would start off pretty general and light, but I have been informed that this is not a light. She wrote down on the script. So today's topic is going to be pretty general and light. Following that is, is society becoming lazier as generations go by? General and light is like coffee talk. How's the weather today? (laughs) Did you enjoy your meal? So, Even that can get pretty not light. Okay. So we're just going to shout out the kid from sociology. The kid from sociology. Suggested this unknowingly. He inspired the topic. We riffed off of the topic. Would you like to explain about kid A and kid B? So I don't take soci- sociology, but she takes sociology. So kid A says humans are getting lazier. Kid B says... No, because productivity rates are increasing. Kid B said worker productivity rates are at an all-time high. And you had a theory about that. I have a counter-argument to Kid B. Kid A is right, but Kid A did not back up his evidence, back up his statement, his claim with evidence. His English teacher would be very disappointed. His English teacher would be disappointed. He is failing his CERs. Okay. So... Humans made machines. Humans handmade machines that helped them and made their lives easier. Then humans made machines that were so good at being machines that they started making more machines. The machines are now making machines. But when the machines weren't making machines, right? When the humans were making machines, it was it took a long time because humans had to hand make machines and it took a while. And the human be but the human beings did all the work. They were not lazy. They had personally high productivity rates, but the overall productivity rate was low because productivity is technically the efficiency of production or of goods or services expressed by some measure. 
measurements of productivity are often expressed as a ratio of an aggregate output to a single input. Machines make more things, but humans made fewer things in more time. That, so that the human productivity rate was high, was low, I mean, but people were not lazy. Now, now that the machines are making machines, all the human being has to do is man the machine and help the machine along and feed it information. Human productivity rate is up because the machines are doing the work, but human laziness is also up because humans are not actually doing the work themselves. So that was a mouthful. That um, was a mouthful. <laughs> and a lot of machines. But I think in, to break that down, what she was trying to say is basically, um, you know, all of this, this reality that we're living in all started with, you know, one idea, one one thought, one perspective, one vision. And for it to become reality, I think, is definitely insane. But also, it I think... But when people think of our humans becoming lazy, they they all they generalize to the fact that humans are becoming less creative. But one thing to note is advances in technology aren't making us lazy; they're just requiring less use of our brains and Would physical strength. Would you like strength. to elaborate? Would you like to share the printer example? Oh right, I was talking about the printer. So, um, you know, when humans were making these machines, they made these machines in order to help them, and it just so happened that now these machines are making new machines and we're just adding on to machines so if you see in like a factory you'll see people like machines creating the product but humans just supervising so if you think about like a printer right the printer is doing the job for you which is re- reducing time the time that you spend because before printers existed you would people would be copying things down multiple times so it is freeing up time for even you even if you're copying it down you had to like do the um we we did something in art class where we had a rubber um, block and then you had to carve into the rubber block and then you had to put ink on the rubber block and then stamp it and then wash the rubber block, which also takes, it's not, it's not as hard as writing everything over and over again, which people did, but it still takes time. So going back to what Kid A, I think what, I mean, Kid B, <laughs> what Kid B missed is productivity rates are only increasing because machines are able to do things quicker. Mm-hmm. and that's the only reason and is that necessarily bad not necessarily i think it's just that you can only depend on machines to a certain point and we shouldn't become so dependent on machines that we can't do anything uh, ourselves um and i think another thing is that you know if we're so dependent on machines what are we going to do humans are are meant to like have come in this world to do stuff and you can't just sit and watch a machine do things for you uh i think like you have to at some point like i i was researching and you know people who retire um, in their 50s start to get depressed because they have nothing to do before they retired they had their jobs to occupy them they had people to talk to at their jobs now they have nothing to do and they that that weighs on your mental health (laughs) That also, I mean, I was also looking up possible work productivity rates and, you know, the average productivity for a worker is 60% or less each day. And that just drops, continues to drop as, you know, the, that actually was um, averaged out and it actually ended up being, it says here, the average office worker is only productive for two hours and 23 minutes each day. That I think is a, um like a per person and not per worker no, per well, person the, the and first machine. one the 60 percent is in all career fields and this is an office 
just for office, it's two hours and 23 minutes each day. Can you so, look up what it used to be? It used to be. I can look that up. Um, uh, like, let's just Please stand up, by. Like, 2018? No, no, earlier. I don't know. Can we pause this? Just pause while I look this up? To we're back. So, Statistics. So... Uh, it's basically the average office worker works for two hours and 23 minutes each day but we found that freelancers are product 30 productive 36 hours each week so what does that show if you're in an office environment or in a factory and you're just like uh, supervising 36 hours each week is about five hours per day yeah which is more than two so if it's only weekdays it's seven hours so that's like another thing is if you're in office you have computers to do stuff for you and you, and in a, if you're working in a factory, you're just like supervising. Most of the time you're supervising what goes on. But freelancers are doing more work, obviously, because they have like they don't have machines to do it for. Well, they do, but it's like you're doing most of it is coming from you, your ideas. And is this necessarily a bad thing that we have computers at in like as soon as we need them? Is it like a bad thing? Not necessarily, because it's definitely helping us do things faster. And I think another question you can even bring up with this is if we have more free time on our hands due to technological advancements, why aren't we doing new things? Why aren't we creating new things? And I think that's the the answer to that is just we are creating new things, but it's just it's related to inventions that have already been made, like computers and then Google. So it's just adding on. Making things within the things. And I think what she's trying to say is we people who are in creative professions are doing more mm-hmm. people who are in manual labor professions are there's not really so much to do it's still hard mm-hmm. work i imagine but yeah, there's not so that I much think, to do i think we shouldn't become so dependent on technology and i read somewhere that the only thing it's not making us dumber it's just making us our, our brains think less and somehow technology is narrowing our mind if you're if you become extremely dependent on, on technology, think about it. It'll like narrow your mind, so your mind is less. Oh, like your mind is confined to a certain point of views. I think narrowing you, the mind, not the brain. The mind, your ideas, your, mindset, your creativity, your mindsets. Like so, people are less inclined to learn. People want. They're too lazy to learn. They're less. They want to learn less. They're, you know. Yeah. So I think the answer, I mean, there isn't an, an answer. There could be different topics, but I think the main conc- like point of view, not concise, but like point of view that we've reached here is technology is important. Conclusion. Conclusion. Technology is important, but don't become dependent on it because you can use technology and make things easier for you, but you can also be creative and have your own ideas. I think that's what it And we going back to the original question, yes, we are becoming lazier. Thank you. <laughs> And now we're moving on to topic two. Introduce topic two. <laughs> okay, so topic two is courtesy of Kid from Newspaper Club. Kid from Newspaper Club. Um, yeah, we really don't have our own ideas. Um, yes. <laughs> so This wasn't even inspired. He just gave it to us. <laughs> uh, so should students be punished for what they say outside of school on social media? Not even on social media, just actions that they that students perform when they're not in school yeah so our general the easy answer is no not really because the school is you know this was your idea the school is supposed to be in loco parentis Mm -hmm. which is in place of your parents when you're in school and in the custody of the school and 
when you're the responsibility of the school, the school takes care of you. The school cares about what you're doing. When you're outside of school, you would assume that the parents take care of the kids and it's the parents' responsibility to be watchful of what the student is saying and doing outside of school. Yeah, so I think that, you know, students students should be taken care of while they're in school and when they're on their school devices because that is literally property of the school. The school school devices are monitored and school devices are school property. So whatever happens on a school device or in a school email account, a school associated email account, that is the school's problem. Right, but the school can't like watch every step and monitor everything that you know students do outside of school of course students should be careful of what they're taught and i mean not what they're taught but they should be careful what they say carefully they should be taught carefully to be careful of what they do on and say on the internet and that should be the parents job Mm -hmm. and i think another thing is students should be allowed to make their own mistakes and learn but i know you mentioned a counter argument to this i have a counter argument social media is school is supposed to teach you the general idea behind school is to prepare you for the real world and in the real world not world world in the real world students the your workplace is not going to give you a free pass they're not just monitoring what's happening on your school email they're not really monitoring good lord they're not really monitoring what's happening on your work email they're not really monitoring what's happening outside of that either but if they find something that you said that could bring damage to whatever company you're working for whatever field you're working for they have an obligation to themselves and to their other employees to step in the school is only doing that you know right and i think it also if you want to go deeper into it um should the school like censor if they're censoring what students are saying are they prohibiting freedom right and as much as i agree with the argument i think you could have both in a way that you know you could have both in the sense that if there are parents who aren't taking care of the students and that comes into the students if you you, that comes into the students attention or the parents attention then if the parents aren't doing anything then the school should take care of it if the school isn't taking care of it then you know the school i mean if the parents aren't taking care of it the school should step in there are obviously parents who don't care about what their kid is doing and not doing in those instances the school has an obligation to step in again yeah and i mean i was reading an article about this and if there's like online cyberbullying and all obviously students should be taught that that's very bad and very offensive um but if parents are there to step in in that situation, then they should step in. And if not, then the stu- school can get involved if it's affecting students of that school and it's affecting... If it's affecting other students, if it's affecting yeah. the reputation of the school. If it's affecting the student in If general. it's affecting that student and that student is going to be affected in their future also, then the school should step in. I think this also has to do with social media regulation. I mean, I'm in the Club Model UN. And in this club, we we did a topic called voters fraud, and it, they basically about... have to represent different nations mm-hmm. as as um, there are representatives in the United Nations. You know, just Google it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> just Google it if you're curious. Uh, we don't have that much time. Anyway, we we discussed. Okay, we, we discussed, have a lot of time. Okay, okay. <laughs> we discussed um, voter fraud, and this came up. You know, should the government regulate social media posts and is that 
going against what we said in the First Amendment. Um, I mean, I already like Instagram, Snapchat. These companies have the ability to for the, for the non-American posts. people out there. The First Amendment is free speech. Yeah. It's the freedom of speech. So, yeah, Instagram or whatever you're using has the ability to remove offensive posts because it's their platform. And I think that's important because you don't want really offensive posts available to the young and impressionable. Like this content on that is posted on Instagram, it's, it, it's, it's available to everyone. So that's important. But can the government regulate what happens? I think that's really tough because you can't monitor, number one, what everyone is posting across the globe. The government, not even the globe even just america mm-hmm. can you google how many people are in america the government is big but it's not as big as the american population the american population is 200 and 329 million the yeah. government cannot regulate what 200 no 329 million people are saying on the internet and in their daily lives but the system we have now is a system of you can say whatever you want. It's your mouth. It's your fingers. No one's going to shove a stick down your throat. No one's going to shove a sock in your mouth if you say something. But there are repercussions. I mean, they might. Okay, there are repercussions <laughs> to what you say that you will have to face in the future. If you say something offensive, or you say something that you should not be saying to a particular person, you can say it. But think about there's it, gonna like, be consequences in the real world college is are going to see your home profiles they're gonna they look into you they stalk you they're like that police song <laughs> that, that police song every breath you take that's they're like stalkers and the school can't be like that song but colleges literally they they know they, they college, sure. if, if a college colleges google you colleges look you up and if a college finds something that you said on social media that's going to bring harm to their reputation they're not going to accept it's you. not just colleges work and there's too. news about that and there's information about that yeah there, it's there, it's work environments too and i think that our general consensus to be like how we're gonna end this off is the school shouldn't like monitor you and watch every single thing you do and i think parents should take care of that and teach their students the, the kids there's consequences to your actions but also if the student is being neglected that's when the school should step in if there's really an issue that the school that only the school can solve there's no one else around to solve it if there's if depending on the situation the mm-hmm. school should have the authority some authority mm-hmm. to step in and understand the situation fully because you can't just have a half story from one side and go off of that but understand the situation fully and then help the student from there and i think going back to that thing should government i know this wasn't our topic but should the government regulate social media posts it's a tyranny like you said earlier it the government regulation like not regulating social media posts but restricting speech is a tyranny and like restrict restricting what you can and cannot say is a tyranny the repercussions that exist for that those are not tyrannical there's no law that says that you cannot talk bad about a company or political party but the people affiliated with that political party can sue you for that so so it's like a whole circle thing like it just all goes around it's all connected (laughs) But that wasn't the main topic. Should students be punished for what they say uh, outside of school and social media? It really depends, it depends on, the on the situation. If the parents aren't disciplining the student, then 
that might be the only way because the school's job is to, you know, help prepare the students for the real world. Mm -hmm. Now, are they doing that? That's another story. <laughs> but <laughs> they should be. Uh, and I think that that that's the that's the main thing um, that we that we were trying to say. And I think that if the school is monitoring every step that student takes, then that's not healthy for the school or the student. Like you need some freedom at some point. Okay, in, for future episodes, is the school doing enough to prepare us for a future? I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Future episodes. Okay. Future yeah, episodes. I would say so. Okay. That's it. The end. Goodbye. Conclusion. <laughs> Thank mean, you for listening to our first episode. If I, you did listened we go to into our the first rabbit episode, hole? I think we did. We went into the rabbit hole. Yeah, so you kind of now you get an idea what this podcast is about. Just like discussing things we find interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, these are very interesting topics because you can get so many different perspectives from just one person. So that they, I'm yeah. surprised we were able to talk for 20 minutes about what we talked about. Yeah, so join in for the next episode and this will become your favorite podcast. It will become your favorite podcast out of all the podcasts that you've ever listened to. So yeah, till next time. Bye. Till next time. <laughs>